a bunch of things. So fair enough. Okay. Uh, are we live? We're trying. We're trying. I think trying, so. Trying, trying. Yeah. Okay. Try it looks again. like. Uh, Boom. There we go. Face. Yeah, we're live on Facebook, and I just got a notification that we're live. Good. We are live. Welcome, everybody. If uh, if you're with us, and uh, I. I I cannot verify that we're live on Facebook. That's That's been a bit... Or YouTube, I'm sorry. Yep, we are live on YouTube. Okay, so we're good. All right, so hey, everybody. Um, Star Trek, the original series, season... Season, actually, no, it's season one. What am I saying here, Jody? Uh, I just, uh, oh, what the man. heck am I doing? This is low. It's still episode 17, right? Like that's I didn't make that uh, part I up. believe it is, yeah. Yeah, okay, so that part... Well, that's why pencils have erasers. And we're talking Star Trek, the original series, the first season, episode 17, Shore Leave, from 1966, which has been over for a very long time. Uh, it's actually episode 15. <laughs> Whatever. Close we're enough. We're going to screw this up harder, aren't we? I, no. Uh, are you sure it's 15? Uh, according to a wiki, it's 15. Okay, but which, which wiki is the superior wiki? That's a good that's, point, yeah, because I, they they do it in different ways. Right, so I go by Memory Alpha, which is the Star Trek wiki, which says. All it's right, 17th. so Memory Alpha says it's the seventeenth episode. So that's correct. And joining Let's go us, by Memory Alpha, that's better. I hadn't introduced you yet, Jody, but hey, Jody Simpson is our uh, esteemed panelist tonight. How are you doing, Jody? I'm doing great, thank you. And also joining us, our other guest uh, a panelist, Adam Woodward. How are you doing, Adam? Very good, thank you. Hey, Adam. Hey, uh, uh, my dad, Ted, who we watch these with each week, uh, he is uh, getting back from golf, so he will be joining us, but not exactly sure what time. But he said start without him and, and run. Did you get a new webcam, time. Adam? No, I got a new computer. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the whole like a laptop? Looks very good. Oh, good. Thanks. Good. And I'm Dave Mater. I don't know if I said hello, but you if you're on this channel, you probably know who I am. Uh, who I'm doesn't on, know the immortal Dave Mater? Who doesn't? You know, it's <laughs> who doesn't know Alice in Wonderland? You're like, like right all up the there with things. Kanye West, let's be honest. Yeah. Everybody knows and, you. Uh, and and Finnegan and all the great characters of the Shoreleave planet as we talk about oh, Shoreleave. Before there was a Ryza in the Star Trek universe, there was this planet. Before there was a holodeck. There was the shore leave planet where uh, the crew of the Enterprise in the first season ends up at what they think is a uh, like a lifeless planet. It has vegetation, but no animal life and no uh, like no people uh, for sure. So they they beam down, and then weird things start happening to them. Their imaginations start coming to life, and so just like first off, let's uh, let's find out what the what the group thinks. Jody, you kind of told me already, but uh, for the listeners, what did you think of shore leave? I do not understand why people enjoy this episode. I just don't. I, I don't get it. I, you know, I don't know what Adam's opinion is on this, but uh, it's, it's, it, and, and the weird thing is like, this is one of those episodes that like comes up like, and I actually thought I've seen it before and I actually didn't. So the first time I watched it was for the show and I'm watching it. I'm just like, what is the fuss about? This is just silly. Like, this is like, this, this is like, this this to me is the Christmas special that that was for Star Wars. That bad. Like this is this is garbage. I don't know this why is anybody the Star watched Wars, this. this is the Christmas special to you. 
of, this of is this is the caliber of the Christmas special for Star Wars. Okay, the one that even Lucas says he wants it destroyed as much as possible. Yeah. So okay, yeah, I, let's go. Yeah. Let's go over to Adam. Anyway. Let's find out how Adam's feeling about Shore Leave. I I, uh, I had never seen this episode either. I've seen the pictures oh. of the rabbit and all that. I have too. Yeah, yeah. But I'd never seen the episode, and I watched it last night, and it is the worst episode i've ever seen thank you i'm glad somebody other I than me even, has said that on here i can't even fathom how bad it was it was it was terrible like it, it, the whole, okay let's talk about it but the whole thing like oh uh, yeah awful. it's it's sorry i'm just trying to get my where do we start my let's uh, let, yeah let's let's we'll, we'll start at the beginning because okay it, it, just in terms of the premise and we don't start right on the planet we actually start on the enterprise yes itself and kirk He's looking tired. He's he's stretching. He's had a rough year in his first year uh, on this five-year mission, and he's needed some rest. But so is the whole crew. They're all kind of burning out after a, a while, and uh, and so. But this yeoman that that is a prominent, like a very prominent in this episode, not yeoman Janice Rand, who's the most famous of his yeoman, but this is yeoman Burrows. 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 Um, yeah. I. Okay, so she's a uh, an interesting character uh, in her in her own right. Because uh, is there any more of a stereotypical uh, damsel in distress type uh, character uh, that you could oh, shoehorn into she, an episode? Yeah, she's just there's she's chock full of annoying. That's really all I can say. But on the ship, when like before they they all get down to the planet, did yeah. you notice like there's all these like looks between Spock and her? Yes, like they're almost like yes, they're almost I like did giving... notice that. I thought there was supposed to be some sort of subplot there, and nothing really happened. Like they're fighting for Spock's or for Kirk's um, affections. Yes, uh, attention, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, mm. almost attention. I think is. I think you you nailed it there. I think it really was. They were fighting for attention. Yeah, I mean, I, I, my wife's in the corner, and she watched it with me last night, and you know, we, we thought that. Uh, it was Spock basically saying, you shouldn't be acting like this around your employees. You know, yeah. um, I massage you. Know. Yeah. Yeah. She got some mas not a massage on the, on the, in the, on the chair in the, uh, that's right. Yeah. I guess I watched this last night. Yeah, so it's, it's not as fresh as maybe it normally would be in my mind, but, um, a massage. Yeah, like, she, like he's like, yeah, that's the spot. I'm like, this yeah, is very hell? inappropriate. Uh, yeah. Even, even Jana's Rand and now Barrows, they, they they go into his quarters and take his orders, and it, it just it's it feels odd, you know, in 2020, right. of course. But it just feels, feels odd today. I guess it's like it was supposed to be like the secretary boss yeah, relationship yeah. of that time. Yeah, that, like that's what it was. The woman was the secretary, right? That's what you know. Yeah. I, I was recently re listening to a, a, a an ebook on it's called the Prometheus. Mm -hmm. And the new captain was given um, uh, command, and he's talking about. It. And then Jim Kirk sends him a, a message and says, "Oh, you get to pick your yeoman now, and make sure it's a blonde." And, and it was just—it's oh very, very interesting to see that that mentality of the time. <laughs> but there are yeah, male yeomen, right? It doesn't matter, <laughs> um, you know. And and yeah, but that's you know that's exactly as Adam's saying that that really is the the methodology and and how it was back then for this ep uh, for this episode as well as others um but literally it was like she was just there more for convenience 
Like she was like, we need to have some girl who will eventually be in a princess outfit. Uh, so who could we fit into that? <laughs> it's like, right. They but probably even borrowed all, that from all of this set. opening stuff, because I, I was like, I'm watching it and I'd seen it before, but it'd been, it'd been a minute. And yeah. uh, like, just the, like Kirk is giving these looks to Yeoman Barrows, like, I'm totally going to get you like in bed or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, like just like these almost like he's almost like like almost like I, I just know I just know Shatner's looks a little bit, you know, after it, this many years of watching him, it, and I kind of know what that expression means. Yeah, and, that's uh, the, and that's the I'm coming to get you thing. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, like he's excited. I think he, if he wanted to sum up this episode in one word, it would be unsettling. <laughs> it's very unsettling. There's there's just so much. Like even even McCoy is not McCoy. Like it's McCoy true. is like a weird the, version of McCoy. And the goofy grin on his face when oh, he, yeah. he's got that stupid shit grin the entire time. And it's like <laughs> the only time he doesn't have that shit grin is when he's like, I I saw a rabbit and then I saw a, a child following it into the bush. <laughs> it's like <laughs> what? <laughs> So. Yeah, it was quite bizarre, actually. Like, and then and then Yeoman Barrows ends up more of the romantic interest of McCoy in this episode. Not Kirk, kind of. He gets distracted because, well, we'll get to it you know, with Ruth and all that. But like, you know, that that's no longer his priority. He's like, uh, Yeoman, why don't you go with Sulu and you know go do this? And that's kind of like he doesn't have much to do with her after this. So um, that's can, struck can me we can too. we can we talk about Sulu for a second because that was uh, <laughs> right yeah that was also Sulu. some fun uh, Sulu especially when he finds that gun like <laughs> that revolver he, yeah he finds this police special revolver which you know is standard revolver but you know he obviously is interested in it I guess he's a gun aficionado or whatever um, but like just the like stupid look on his faces too it's like ev everything about this episode is unsettling like even the ending you're like. Okay, you know, I just the ending is just like oh okay so like and I didn't if you if you don't know the episode if you happen to be listening it's they get down there and then everything anything they can think of sort of appears in front of them people things experiences yeah. whatever whatever they and 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 um and it seems dangerous it seems like there are real consequences and well, and well and parts of this have been ripped off in other star trek episodes like the episode with the the young q in star trek next generation you know every time she thinks of something it shows up like puppies and stuff like that you know so mm -hmm. some of those elements are kind of recycled i guess but it's the the, the, the sad thing about this is when you actually read like the, the synopsis of this show you're like oh this is an interesting episode and then you watch it and you're like Oh, what have I done? Like it, it's it's like I'm watching that bloody space hippie episode all over again. Like <laughs> it's just it's brutal. Better or worse for you than space hippies? It's better than space hippies. <laughs> it is better than space hippies. Uh, uh, are you familiar with that one, Adam? I don't yeah, remember I'm, if you're on that one. Yeah, I wasn't on that, but I know the episode. Yeah, where the guy who's like strumming the guitar half the time, making songs in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, it's a brutal episode. <laughs> This is better, but marginally better. Now I'm sure when Ted shows up, Ted's going to tell you it's the best episode ever made. Well, he did. Um, say, he did send me his rating, so I do know that. Oh, uh, did he? Okay, well, we won't. Yeah, and I believe it was player. positive. I, if I, if I recall. Um, but just in terms, yeah, in terms of this episode, like Adam, uh, did did any of these characters seem sort of true to who the characters are? Um, 
like normally? Or, or no. did everyone kind of seem out of character? Well, I guess Kirk was. I mean, yeah. you know, he, he, you know, and, and you know, the, the again, use, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about Finnegan. Right. Oh, I love okay, Finnegan. Talk oh. about Finnegan for a second. What yes, the hell? It's a whole segment, Adam. Let's not even go with Finnegan. Finnegan yet. is my spirit animal. I love Finnegan. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> he's a bully. Yeah. And, totally. And he's yeah. supposed to be a 20 year old guy, and he looks like he's 50. Yeah. I, oh my God! It just annoys. And he's got every stereotype of a of Irish leprechaun, really. Yeah. I mean, it was awful. Like, yeah, yeah I just. Didn't I'm like totally it. with Adam on this one. It was awful. Yes. And what, one of the things that Kirk imagines is this: uh, this uh, somebody he knew at Starfleet Academy, who I guess would have been a little older than him, that bullied him and played pranks on him and whatever. And he was thinking about that, and then. Then a representation of him here's and and he's been thinking about kicking his ass for since he left uh, Starfleet Academy, and that's what he he gets to fulfill that fantasy by chasing this guy through through Vasquez rocks through the mountains. Yeah, until, like, but what you're forgetting here is the fact that they've literally man, my mic just keeps moving around. Um, it, it doesn't like to stay anywhere. Um, the the thing that bothered me about the whole Finnegan part of this was the fact that they dedicated like almost ten minutes to this guy. Like it's. It's just like you know, it's literally Kirk running through the goddamn desert, and he literally is doing the stupidest way he could to do this. He'll like run up one side of a hill as Finnegan's running down the other side. It's like, well, then why didn't you just stop, you dumbass? Like it, this is, oh, it's 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 so brutal. It's just so brutal. I I I I, I I'm upset. Let's, let's yeah. <laughs> and, and don't forget the Shogun, the Shogun. Yeah, you know. Oh, the Shogun Warrior, uh, the with, uh, which, which, which honestly is probably about the most sane part of the whole thing. Uh, like it's, you know, it's, you know, it's Sulu. It's coming from Sulu's imagination, so obviously he's got to think about Shogun. You know, uh, <laughs> it's like yeah, he pronounces samurai in a very Japanese way because he is Japanese, and uh, yes. you know, it's just um, yeah, like just like all uh, what what. Like this is the most things that they can imagine. Oh, and, 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 and the other lieutenant or whatever he was, like the, the uh, science officer. Right. I forgot about that because there's a science officer and a gold shirt um, woman um, officer too. They're part of the initial away team, which is like right. it's Sulu and McCoy. But then there's these other two, and they're mostly separated from the main group. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to get their names here. I think it's uh, Angela is one of them. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about the guy and the the guy and the girl, and right. There's so, one part where she's like massaging the guy, and there's a lot oh, of massages you know in this episode. She was the one who was getting married. Remember in that episode yes. we watched a few weeks. She, she was uh, originally getting married. Yeah, the Doomsday Device, right? Yeah. Yes. Or was it ba no ba or Balance of Terror? It was Balance of Terror. It was Balance um, of Terror. You're right. Yeah. yeah so it's she's the, it's the same officer. She's back yeah. in this episode. But she's not with the guy she was going to marry because I can't. I don't know if this is before or after he died. But uh, the science officer and and he's well, imagining be before. Before okay, yeah, because the other episodes came off later, didn't it? Uh, episode fourteen. So yeah. So this oh, is oh no, this is this is after. Yeah, okay. because she's that's one thing we're referencing. All the stuff that's happened, right? Yes. We've, been, we've been through battle. We've been. We need a break. Like we've been through yeah. a lot of things, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. And I get that. Like the whole premise makes sense, but that's what I'm saying. Like you, you listen to the, you watch, you, you know, read the synopsis and you're like, this is a solid idea for an episode. This would be cool. 
right? And then the execution is just like it's something. It's Rodriguez. That's the other guy. Um, but but coming back to those two, right? So what? Is, what they first of all, they see a tiger. Yeah, and they're like afraid of the tiger. Right? Don't they move. have phasers? What's the problem? And well, the phasers aren't working. But we don't know that yet. We don't well, we know, that know that yet. yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's literally like, oh, don't don't get me, tiger. And the phaser's right on his belt in view. It, yeah. Like, and you're like, well, just use your phaser or try to use it. Like, you know, they figure out that their phasers don't work on this planet. But the but, second part of it really bothered me too is like when they saw the 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 World War II fighter and you know, he she's going like, What is that? And and he's going, oh, it's like it's an ancient flying machine. You know, come on, you're in Starfleet. You know the names of airplanes. You know, <laughs> yeah, you and always then, know what the is. what the object is. Yeah, and then they shot. They shot this it is, from the, yeah, yeah, they shot it from below, and you see an American uh, star on there for sure, right? Yeah. And then it's coming down at them to do the strafing, and it's and then all of a sudden it's, it's a Japanese. Japanese zero. All of a sudden, I did notice that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. is that what zero? And I did zero all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. So, I wonder if that had to do with them just pulling stock footage from no, different... The continuity really bothered me in this episode. Um, I think the planet was used in the Gorn episode, or the, the backdrop on, you know... Well, the you... desert part definitely is the Gorn, yeah. I think, because it's the same valley and everything, yeah. But... Uh... I was really missing Scotty in this episode, because I kind of wonder yeah, what no his imagination would have kicked up. Uh, cooked we up. Uh, with Scotch, chasing <laughs> him around. <laughs> what they should have had was some sort of like thing where like Scotty knew Finnegan as well, and the two of them like tag teamed him and fucking beat his ass. What, that would have been amazing. Scott yeah, imagine Scotty all fucking drunk up on shore leave, fucking beating the shit out of Finnegan. That would be a great episode. I'd watch just that. That'd be great. <laughs> but in terms of what they all imagine, it's interesting how it maybe informs their characters. So McCoy's the first. He has Alice. He has the the rabbit from Alice in Wonderland, and then Alice he has herself. Alice. Yeah. And then Sulu has the, sh the the samurai, and he also finds the revolver. It's not all people; sometimes it's just objects. Um, yeah. That that we we talked about Rodriguez and the other one who had um, the the tiger. Yeah. And the pl and, and the then, plane. And right? then the then the strafing planes. Yeah. The strafing plane, and then you got Kirk. What is it? What well, we talked about Finnegan, but then his other one is Ruth, who is right. his yes. old flame from his academy days. Yes. Um, who he seems extremely like I guess she's not dead right like like he doesn't like say to her like oh no he, he he's not like or, oh you know missed opportunity or anything like that he was he was you got the impression that she's alive they're just no longer together uh, right that's the impression I got anyway thrilled to see her right and did, they have like this tender moment did their episode like that part of it reminded me of them in the Nexus set uh, in uh, Generations you know where. Their biggest fantasy comes true. You know, he had Antonia on that planet where he was. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, that's a very good, very good observation. I never even thought of that. Right, because that's kind of where he wants to be. And like, even when the ship's calling him, like, "Hey, this is really weird. I like, I just saw a flock of geese, and and there's no wildlife on this planet." Rodriguez is calling him, and, and Kirk's like, "Whatever. Like, there's people. There's things here. Like." Kirk is starting to embrace the idea because at first he's like, no, nobody can beam down for shore leave until we can figure out if this is safe. And then as, as, as he's warming up to Ruth, he's like, ah, maybe it's fine. But then he kind of, again, shifts it around here. But when he, when he says goodbye to Ruth, uh, to kind of, because he has to go and solve what's going on, you know, she's like, I'll be here when you need me. And they're in Vasquez rocks. They're in like this very harsh, rugged environment. 
And yeah. I'm just like, so, and you're gonna be here in the rocks, Ruth, doing like in the in the desert, you're just hanging out. You're hanging out with the Gorn. Yeah, with the Gorn at the arena diner. Yeah, put the Gorn in there. Like, if the Gorn had like a surprise appearance in this, that would have been cool. Or if Raffi from Star Trek I, Picard. Fuck Raffi, but anyway. <laughs> so, and then the whole ending where the caretaker shows up. Okay. Ugh, why didn't you just show up at the beginning and introduce yourself? Okay, we can have the, you can have the best vacation. Here's the, here's the package. You know, just come down. You think about what you want to do. We're good. You know, r- r- rather than that, we have to go through this whole thing. It's just yeah, yeah. yeah this even, this gave me like total recall vibes as well. Yeah, like, this yeah. was yeah. Like, and I'm not saying you know, obviously the everything that we're mentioning, you know, is is past this episode when it comes to dating. Uh, but you know, it's it's amazing how you can think that maybe some of this stuff was pulled for other things. Um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one, Adam. It's it's a very stupid ending. Like, is this caretaker the same caretaker from Voyager? Well, um, how about the caretaker? Was that the Voyager episode? Yes, that's right. The Voyager yeah, episode. Where you're like, yeah. the, the first episode was the caretaker, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. Well, did you know that oh, wow. uh, that the care the caretaker or the keeper of the Shoreleaf Planet that there is a sequel to this episode? Is there? In the animated series. Oh, which okay. I've never seen myself. It's called I've seen um, a couple episodes, but nothing too great there. Yeah, it's called Once Upon a Planet, and that takes place two years after this. And uh, the Enterprise returns to that world, discovers the caretaker has died. That's the beginning of the episode. Oh. So, and it probably is better than this episode. Well, you know what was better than this episode? Anything? Because, <laughs> because after <laughs> this episode, I watched Lower Decks. The first episode, and that was great. Uh, let's not even get me started on Lower okay. Decks. <laughs> the Live Long and Podcasters are mixed on Lower Decks. Uh, yes. Jeff, Jeff and Jody are very much on the side of this is not for them. But I'm, well, I, I'm, it's not that it's not for me. I love animated series. Like animated series for me is amazing. But it's this it, that first episode did not hit me good. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna still give it some time. I'm, I'm not done with it yet. I'm gonna give it a good solid couple episode try. Uh, but mm-hmm. so far, yeah, I'm definitely not. Uh, I'm not on the same uh, ballpark. But it's okay, got a 33 percent rating right now. Maybe so because I can't I be wrong. First, and then I watched that, so it was like, wow, this you is. What, though, honestly, if I watch this and then I watch that Lower Decks premiere, oh fuck yeah, I'd probably imagine it was the success spread. Yeah, and not to get fully into Lower Decks, but I thought Lower Decks was pretty good. Like, uh, didn't it? Did it didn't wow me, but I didn't hate it. Either. You know, no. it's a it's a pilot. You have to kind of take it for what it is. You know, give it give it a couple more episodes. I I never judge an entire series on one episode. It it's just that's silly. Uh, if that was the case, fucking you know, encounter encounter at Farpoint was a terrible episode. Yes, uh, but you know, I still stayed through the whole series, and now it's one of the best series for me. Um, but you know, it's 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 to me. It, it's the the quality is just I, I just hope the gags go away uh, the whole gag thing there's just too much it's very family guy and family guy just drives me mental hmm. it's too cutaway joke 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 like give me some more plot you know what I mean like this was just that that episode was just a you know and again let's not get too far into this but that episode again for me was just like a, it was a life lesson episode it was a, you know don't judge a book by its cover bullshit you know mm-hmm. it's like but a lot you know, of star trek episodes are like that though but they are but they have a little bit more substance than lower decks did <laughs> coming, coming back to shore i have one more 
really annoying part of it was was the ending when they're all on the bridge and they and Kirk does that stupid laugh. That he, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, That's if you go go to Voyage Home when he's sitting in the bar with the whale doctor, and he's laughing about what do you do for a living? <laughs> you with the truth? <laughs> it's the same laugh thirty years yeah. later or twenty yeah. years, later. and it, yes. Oh, just really bothers me. Like, anyway, about twenty years later, yeah, it's about yeah. twenty years yeah, apart. I, you know what? Uh, it, I I didn't observe that, but yeah, you're you're completely right. Yeah, I feel like in this episode, laugh. he is more Shatner than he is Kirk. That could yes. probably be true. I think you're. I think nail in the head there for sure. Yeah, Great. which is fine. You know, he's not going to be that same character constantly. You know, we can't always have that consistency. Um, actors do try to evolve things. They do try to change, mix some things up, and that's fine. But this um, was season one, wasn't it? This was season, season one. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. is first a bit surprising. Season, so. And, and so we think of like the stereotypical Shatner Kirk from the especially original series where he's talking so clear. But then yeah. uh, famously, as we were going through the Star Trek rewatch series, like movie rewatches, we uh, I, especially on Star Trek 2, the director, Nicholas Meyer, said, I got him to do it like 60 times each take. So he'd just be so tired by the end. He'd just be a normal person and not be like this overacting guy. And, and, uh, and again, here he's, I guess because he's trying to play tired, he just ends up becoming more Shatner. Um, yeah. Because he's he's exhausted at this point because he's been through so much balance of terror. It's, it's too bad we didn't have Adam for those because that would have been, I would have been interested to see what Adam's view was on those movies. Yeah, if everyone, uh, yeah, they're there now. We did all thirteen of them, but whenever there's a new one, uh, we will have another installment. So if there's ever another Star Trek movie, and there will be, oh, there um, will be, but it won't be good. <laughs> just putting that out there now. But just in terms of shore leave, what else about shore leave? Like, did it establish the like what is it the spiritual predecessor to the holodeck episode? I don't think so. No, I I, I think this is more like that episode with the the. Um, actually, you know what it really reminds me of? It reminds me of that Futurama episode where they run into all the Star Trek characters. I don't know if you guys have ever watched Futurama, I've seen that but one. yeah, it, that's what it actually reminds me of, <laughs> <laughs> which is sad. But anyway, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think, you know, like I said at the beginning of this, I, you know, I've seen the pictures of the rabbit and I always thought that was stupid too. I, I just, I, I never, as I got into this episode, I go, man, like I just wasted whatever, 50 minutes. Like, it was not, not good. Yeah. Well, the best thing is, as you mentioned that uh, with, uh, you know, seeing the pictures of the episode, I remember seeing the picture of that rabbit, but not knowing what episode it was from. And then when we got to the rabbit part, I'm like, fuck, that's what this <laughs> is. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, because that literally is the first time when you realize something's going on, right? He sees that rabbit and then, yeah. you know, and then I see the rabbit and I'm like, oh, and literally like my face probably just dropped. It was just like, oh, <laughs> In the I, I movie, was curious. I was still curious, but you know, it would have been great if McCoy maybe was curious and followed them somewhere and, you know, went down a hole into a cave, you know, just that would have been way more awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Or if he gets himself into like some situation with the caretaker or something like that, and then the caretakers kind of holding him ransom or something like that, that would be kind of neat. So I agree. Yeah. If he followed her, if he actually followed fucking what's her name into the, into the bush, 
that probably wouldn't have been a much better setup for this episode than just random people seeing random shit. The tiger makes no sense at all. I don't know no why. Time. Especially even that it had a collar. Like, do you catch yeah, that? Like, <laughs> this is clearly a tiger that has been trained. You know, now what we need to do is somebody needs to get the Tiger King into this episode. Just like superimpose him <laughs> into the fucking episode. That would have made this way in. better. Yeah, I've but, come uh, from 2020. Where yeah, I was I've jail. come from 2019 <laughs> when I was in jail. I'm here. The Tiger King will save the day. Yes. Joe exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm I'm jumping all around the place because I'm just trying to remember. Well, but, What's it, but what that kind of shows you what this episode is. This episode is literally jumping all over the place. There's no continuity. Uh, it's all over the place, and literally, like just as you're starting to get used to one group's story, it jumps to somebody else. Like the tiger starts, and then it literally abruptly stops with a gun. Like so, you remember that movie, um, Billy Madison? Yes. Yes, right, isn't there that whole scene where it's so uh, dumb, but I love it. Remember when Billy gets all drunk or stoned or whatever, and it he is, starts and seeing then, the penguin. It's the penguin, right? And that's when penguin, I look yeah. at that, when I look at that that east that that rabbit or whatever that bunny from Alice in Wonderland. I'm thinking it's like the penguin, or he's like, and, and he's taunting McCoy. Like, see, now know? that would have been awesome if McCoy was already <laughs> kind of nuts, and McCoy's like chasing around, going, "Come here, rabbit! Come here!" <laughs> Murders, assassins. If he murders, was, uh... assassins. Actually, if they made him do that again, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Murders, <laughs> assassins. He only, he only, honestly, Adam, he only brought that up so he could play that clip. Yeah, I'm pretty no, sure. I, well, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe just like, but yeah. like, I think that there was some interesting ideas in this episode, but I don't think that the execution's great, uh, even for the time. <laughs> Yeah, I would agree with you on that one. I think there is some interesting ideas, um, but just the yeah, it's and Adam Adam hit it nail on the head there. It's you know it, it continuity is just terrible in this episode. <laughs> like, let's be honest, continuity in Star Trek not amazing to begin with in the original series, <laughs> but this kind of really brings it up a notch. Like considering that the episode before was so good, like in the in the flow right like what was it it was before this one uh 16 what was 16 16 was i think we've done this with that one we've actually done it i think yeah oh it was it's uh, the menagerie the menagerie yeah it was the two-parter yeah okay yeah. Well, anyway, anyway there was, there was some great episodes and this, this was it's it's like one of those ones that you know when you actually had to watch tv and wait a week before the next episode and you'd go that sucked. Now I got to wait another good another week for something good to come along. Like that was, I would have been really disappointed back in the sixties. We and saw that episode and then have to wait, you know, another week for my my next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't disagree with you. Yep. I mean, it's like, like some of the next gen episodes that I just thought, oh, man, that sucked. You know, I can't. Think well, of there were some stinkers yeah. of next gen as well. Like Subrosa comes to mind. Which one was that? They all have. Uh, that that's one. that's the one where uh, Beverly Crusher uh, screws a ghost, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she goes through her, her grandmother's, grandmother's candle and all that. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that was just that was something. Like they, anyway. all of the series have their bad episodes, and of like, course, I, as I look at the original series and I look at the three seasons, like this first season is probably better than the third season in some ways, but it's also it, it has maybe some better like standout episodes, but. I think that the quality, because the show was still finding itself. Um, yeah. Who are these characters? How do they relate to each other? 
and just like and and barrows and and the yeoman factors like because there were i don't think there were any yeoman after the first season i don't think um and so and that's a minor point it's more just about that like we said earlier like mccoy is not truly mccoy and sulu's kind of off it's almost like all these characters are just slightly off and i guess that's the situation and that's fine maybe not spock the thing that bothers me about this episode is like it seems to be a fairly well-loved episode like people like refer to it and they're like oh yeah you know good episode good episode it's like really no but I think that for us, our, you know, the characters were really defined in the movies rather than the ep- the, the series, right? And, and looking back now, is like, yeah, Ur is basically not in the show. I mean, Chekhov, I don't know when he showed up because next season really, he's not he's not in this season. He's so. not even in season one. Yeah, he's in season so, two. It's just interesting having been more of a, a child of the movies and a fan of the movies than the original series. How yeah. much? the minor characters aren't in this, you know, because it's portrayed that the five of them or six of them are together all the time. And they're not. No, no, no. That's something that the other show, like, yeah, because by the time they got to the movies, right? Like the seven of them are established and they're like a family. And that's, those are the 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 movie. You're following one storyline and your cast has to kind of all interchange within that storyline. So it kind of makes sense. Whereas with the episodes, not so much, right? Like it, you can have an episode that's very Kirk centric. You can have an episode that's very Scotty centric, um, stuff like that. So I guess that. But makes early sense. on, like it wasn't that. It's def- It was. It was only Kirk and Spock, and then kind of McCoy, right? And yeah. then, and then McCoy is almost pretty, like an afterthought. McCoy gets pretty established season. by the second season on, and then Scotty yeah. is, is pretty important throughout, but becomes more important. But like Sulu and Uhura. They're not. I don't think that they were initially much more important than Yeoman Barrows or or a lot of these other background uh, supernumeraries we meet. Well, yeah, and uh, even if you look at the credits, like the credits, you know, they always have them as just like, you know, they're near the end of the credits and stuff like that. Like they're 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 very minute uh, according to uh, according to the studio, I guess. So I guess right. it makes and sense. It's a, like even Yahora was wearing a different outfit until. Yeah, you know, she was, was she was a, she had a speaking part. She was a character, but as yeah. was the case with a lot of these Star Trek shows, they they kind of figured it out as they were going, right? Like who does the audience like? And when like when Tasha Yar left Next Generation and then Worf yeah. became more prominent and that ended up working out, but that wasn't planned. Like that no. just um like and and certain characters fell well and, and when you're developing the universe and you know when you're developing you know the the cast and the group and all that you know the, these type of things happen like look at jordy jordy is a very perfect example of you know how stereotype casting and then they finally decided to go a little bit different with him and you know even though he's still a loser in in next gen but you know he's at least you know more predominant in the later episodes whereas he's you know he was just basically like somebody to shit on for the first like season uh minimum um so yeah uh, you know and i think yeah and and as adam says i think when you when you grow up with you know for me i grew up with the movies first um and that's one of the reasons why i decided to do this show uh, was because I hadn't seen a lot of these episodes. Like I've seen like the classic ones, like obviously the ones with Khan and and various yeah, the other, especially ones. the ones that have to do with the movies. Like I've seen all those. Uh, but you know, this episode, I, I didn't even realize that this was the episode. I literally went, oh okay, and then I'm like, you know, I start watching, and then I saw that fucking rabbit, and I'm like, okay, now I know where that's from. Um, so you know, now at this point, I'm like, okay. But yeah, well, I was even I was messaging you, Dave, as I was watching this episode. And I think my quote was something like, 
dear god like what are we doing here like, <laughs> yeah this is silly and, and 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 all i got from you was i like this episode <laughs> i like i just the fin just kirk fighting finnegan that's all i live for this episode for it's so boring I, I, point, it's he, basically just chasing each other for a while like that's all it is i just just how much joy it seems to bring kirk uh, just from that standpoint like he likes and i'm like this is what he wants to do on vacation is punch somebody he does this for a living oh, when he goes on away missions screw somebody what's up punch and then screw somebody yeah well yeah exactly hey it's kirk he, does, he <laughs> sounds he like likes, a knight <laughs> yeah right <laughs> The tearing of the uniforms was great. There's a lot of tearings. Oh, well, and you know what the best thing is? The tearing of the uniform of the girl who eventually puts on the like princess outfit thing from Medieval Times and then she goes back to her original outfit, which happens to be torn on the opposite yeah, side yes, now. Yes, it's not good. Okay, yeah, good. Did you notice that? I'm like, really? They couldn't have got that right? Like literally just use the same uniform? They or, had to do another uniform and fuck it up on the opposite side. You know, when like, Kirk was fighting too, he, he was fighting away and he didn't have anything ripped and then he fell on the ground and it was all torn. Yeah, it and was, all of a sudden it's ripped down half. Yeah. 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 Great. yeah. So, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of content. Yeah, to your point, the continuity not great. Okay, I think I think we're ready to give this episode a verdict. Um, let's without Ted that. even. I think this is the first well, time he, that he, 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 Ted's yeah, well, not even on. Uh, he said he was coming back from golf with my mom. Uh, oh well, but, maybe that's taking. And he would while. be here slightly, but you know, let's we'll see. Um, get okay. like better filter for my thing because I always look like I'm so bloody pale. Gotta check my dad's score again because he sent it. I'm very curious. I'm 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 gonna predict this. I I don't have any any previous knowledge of this score, but I'm gonna predict it's at least an eight. <laughs> he gave it a rating, and here let's bring this up. Uh, Come on, close. am I right? No, you're close. He gave it a seven. A seven. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he still uh, is much more of an optimist than I am. Uh, Adam and Jody. I am going to look up whatever the, the IMDb score is for this while you consider your ratings. Uh, how about uh, Jody? You want to go first? Uh, I'm going to give this a. You know what? It wasn't terrible like Space Hippies. Um, you know what? It's 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 up there with Plato's stepchildren. So I'm gonna do four. Plato's stepchildren was a better episode than this, but barely. I, I, Adam, it says you gave this a nine. I don't think that's right, right? Uh, no, that was last <laughs> week. This I give this a three. I I will never watch this episode again. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch this episode ever again. I might watch it again just for Finnegan. Okay. Same thing uh, about Star Trek Insurrection. I don't need to see it anymore. Based on that, I'm going to give this uh, a six. I think it's uh, it's fine. Uh, it's not the best, uh, but it's uh, it's it's good enough, and that that gives it an average uh, with our four scores uh, of five out of ten. But look at that IMDb rating, like seven point six really? is what the general consensus for this episode is. Is there literally three quarters of the population fucking blind? <laughs> like, did they not watch this goddamn episode? It is terrible. Uh, Jeff gives it a five, by the way. He just put in a comment. Oh. He's he's five. way more of an optimist than I am, that's for sure. Okay, so that changes the rating. That doesn't change the rating at all, actually. It uh, keeps it at five. <laughs> it literally um, kept the exact same. Right. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's... Uh, yeah, that's... that's, that's uh, 
but I think about what it deserves, and that's that's on the lower side, a five out of ten compared to the other episodes we've watched. So we're saying that this episode is worse. But look than at IMDb. Mega, than the Muds Women and um, like seven point six. How is that possible? Yeah, I, I don't know. Rose-colored glasses to everyone. That's all I can say. <laughs> yes, I I can't disagree with you. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Um, now, since Dad's not here, I don't Do know how we pick, pick one. I guess we get to pick for him. Do we get to pick one? Yeah, well, we I think that's one. the way it has to be. You know, right? I think Adam should pick one. There have been. Uh, I think Adam's already picked one before, but we should one. Happy to do another. Jeff just wants to say that shore leave uh, is a joke. And, uh, <laughs> I agree completely with Jeff on this one, as I generally agree with Jeff most of the time. But a funny joke, Jeff. Um, yeah. Uh, if in terms of jokes okay, aren't always funny, Dave. Okay. Do you know what episode I want to do? I have Which an one? idea. Cat's paw. Okay. What episode? Do you know that? this one? Uh, give me a second. What's it called? Cat's paw. Cat's paw. Yeah, it's like a Halloween episode. And it's probably the first episode I ever watched when I was a kid. I, I gotta look it up. It's the only way I'm gonna actually know this one. It's from season two, I believe. Oh, well, I know uh, this one. Season two, episode one. Right. It's the premiere of season two. Uh, it is an interesting ride. Uh, and I don't know. Jody, it's probably not up your alley, but... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna see. Oh, uh, this is the first episode of Chekhov. Oh, dad, yeah. dad agrees with the pick. So I guess he's watching. I guess they're watching and they haven't joined. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do that one if uh, everybody is okay with that. We're doing Cat's Paw next. Um, the fact that you've already started it with Jody, it's not going to be your cup of tea. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> excited. Let's put it that way. <laughs> There's some interesting things in it. I'm not uh, <laughs> They're like in a dungeon with it's weird. You're gonna see it's there's magic involved. Um, it's fun. Uh, it's yeah. Oh, he's watching. He's he's with me watching outside. Well, hey, we like, we, we appreciate the live viewers, uh, even if they're uh, even if podcast. the guy who's supposed to be on it isn't on it. But <laughs> right, you know it is Ted's show, but that's fine. We can do it with him. Okay, it's okay. We appreciate he's 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 here he, in spirit. He was golfing. He didn't he didn't invite me, but. That's fine. Yeah. Well, Jody's looking for a golf game, Dad. If you're, uh... I'm always looking for a golf game. Yeah. Actually, I haven't been out either. We That's should. We should go out. I have clubs with my. I even have my name on my. You golf, Adam? Uh, not in a long time. Oh, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. As long as you're not good, I'll be there. Sure. Oh, We're not, I'm not good. Uh, I'm Jody not good. and I aren't good, but Jeff and my dad are nuts about it. So, okay. uh, so just keep that in mind. We, we uh, should do maybe a podcast uh, golf outing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. All right, everybody. So I think we're gonna we're gonna call it a day on shore leave the <laughs> the episode. Many of us will never watch again. Uh, but get ready for Cat Spa next week as we cover that from uh, season two, episode one, and just our other channels and everything else. So Super Mater Brothers podcasting later on today. We're covering Big Brother eviction episode tomorrow. Wait, I thought that was tomorrow. No, oh sorry, veto episode. Tonight. We're on we're on we're on Wednesday, right? Because we're no, normally but Thursday. But there's Big Brother tonight too. Oh, okay. No, I just wanted to make sure we weren't mixing up anything. That's all. Yeah. So Big Brother's on. So we do the veto episode on Wednesdays. On Thursdays, we do the live eviction recap, and wow. we're also doing lower decks right after. It's going to be uh, a late night tomorrow night, uh, particularly. Uh, but later on tonight, we're doing the veto what episode. What are you doing the lower of, decks one? Yeah. What time would that be on? 
eleven thirty. We're going. We're going on at eleven thirty. You're going um, live at eleven thirty. Yeah. Wow. Because I just pirate it like I do. Just so I just we, we want to also get the podcast out as quickly after the episode drops. Yeah. Well. well, especially stuff like that, right? But the thing was, you that... were like a. By the way, you were out a week before um, uh, Trek Central got their uh, video review out. By the way. Oh yeah. Which is pretty impressive. I think that there is something to getting, like, especially a review of a premiere or something. Like, you don't want to wait two days to get it out. Yeah, you you actually were the first one on my feed. Was that episode? It's just unfortunate that a lot of Star Trek stuff on mine. Big Big Brother and Lower Decks air at the exact same time on the exact same day of the week. So we had to. We had to pick your poison. We got well. We're we're doing both. We just gotta do them back to back. So anyway, so we're doing so Big Brother three times a week on Super Mater Brothers podcasting Sunday, uh, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, here on Live Long and Podcast, uh, like we do original series. We'll do Wednesday again next week. We'll figure out the time that we're starting. Thursdays uh, we do Lower Decks, and uh, fr- and Saturday night we're doing our next installment of Star Trek Radio Theater, which is going to be an episode from D- uh, for Voyager. I'm sorry, uh, which is called Worst Case Scenario. Uh, which is uh, an episode that um, where the where it's kind of a holodeck episode. It's 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 a kind of a maquis takeover episode from season three of Voyager. So uh, we have a bigger cast: uh, Michael Chan returning and his wife um, joining us, Jessica Chan, as a few characters. So check that out Saturday Night Live, or you can also and you have uh, Kevin Millard. Oh yeah, yeah, we get Kevin Millard in the starring role which as is, Tom uh, Paris. Wow, I know that's an achievement. Yeah, from a guy who wouldn't even be on can- or on the show until he's now yeah. the star of the yeah. show. So yeah, he's, he's gone something. full circle. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can listen to those live when we do them, or you can listen to afterwards to the audio podcast, which I edit and turn into a um, like a more of a smoother version. So whatever whatever uh, is your fancy. Um, and and I think that's it. I think that's all of our stuff. So uh, sure. yeah. All right. So uh, anyway, thank you, Adam. Thank you, Jody. And thanks, uh, Thank Jeff and Dad, in the uh, in the in the out there in the internet world, and uh, and we'll see you next time for Cat's Paw. Until then, live long in podcast. Oh, thank you.